0: We are live in three, two, one.
1: Are you ready for some football? A Monday night party.
0: Welcome back to the water cooler, Kyle V. We had a double header, double upset beat down for the ages tonight. Where do you want to start it off?
1: You know, we could start either place because both games kind of played out similarly. Underdogs coming through, getting the job done. Making teams we thought were looking like surefire threats in the playoffs going forward just look like dog shit, to be honest. Um I say we start I say we start with the game that ended first and we talk about uh Mr. Italian himself, Tommy okay. DeVito getting the let's job do it.
0: The Green Bay Packers. Left the Midwest. They should have stayed home because they got to the big bad East Coast where the New York football giants and the Italians took it to them 24 to 22. Fat Randy was in the house, hit a game winner, walk off. Giants get a win to move to a, a meaningless five and eight for the Packers. That was a, a massive loss. That's a game you can't lose. Huge blow to their playoff hopes
1: absolutely just a game where you really expected them to come out and continue rolling based on what they've built and the way they've played lately but the giants just said not up in here you know and and Tommy DeVito sent them backpacking. he said hey get out of here and he just <laughs> delivered for them gave the giant the giants just i don't know they've won 3 in a row now they're game back of a wild card spot like what the hell are they? Are they only one game back? Yeah. Who's got the last spot? Um, I think that I mean the Packers are six and seven. I I think there's a jumbled mess at six and seven there.
0: Okay. Holy shit, that would be crazy yeah. if Tommy DeVito they would make a movie about that. Oh, it'd be a movie. Does he have a nickname? Like the Italian stallion that one's taken, I think. But
1: yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll come they'll come up with something for him, especially the more you Man. can but we'll get
0: to the actual game part of it, but they showed him before the game warming up, and his agent was on the field with him. Did you see this picture? Yeah, and I when it first it. was going viral, I thought it was like a bit that ESPN was doing. Like they sent a sideline reporter down dressed in like full Italian garb. I was like, all right, like we, we've jumped the shark here. If ESPN's making the joke, like let's get out of it. No, yeah. that was his actual agent, and I
1: looked so fucking Italian and perfect for everything that's going on. It was hilarious straight mob boss he looked like he was like taking a call with with DeVito right next to him he looked like he was like I don't know ordering a hit for sure and he maybe yeah. he put a hit on on uh Matt LaFleur and LaFleur said you know what you guys can have this win because I'm not dealing with that <laughs> yeah well let's get to it. Uh, we kind of touched on this yesterday
0: like Jordan Love had looked great uh he had been honestly phenomenal and it was like if this is a game they're gonna fuck like if he's going to fuck up, it's going to be in a game where he should smash. go into the East Coast, cold, primetime game. Couldn't handle it. Kind of shriveled up a little bit. And the Packers have just kind of done that this year. They go on these little, little runs, but they're just not a great team yet. Maybe they will. They're kind of banged up. Aaron Jones and Christian Watson were out. I think that might have cost them the game. But he just didn't look
1: that good. Yeah, I agree. I think it was just a weird build up everything was uh, everything was weird about this game just the way it came down at the end um even the touchdown pass like that he threw that was go ahead it was a great throw by him but even that the receiver like lost the ball at the end of the play it almost wasn't a touchdown It was just kind of a weird i don't know just an interesting game vibes were weird um i guess that's what you get on a monday night double header you know yeah both teams in this game lost two
0: fumbles, and then we're going to get to the next one. The ball was just fucking rolling around all over the place tonight. It was kind of crazy. It led for some quick scores when really in both games, offenses looked kind of shitty.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt. It was just poor, poor performances on offense um, on both sides. Um, but, yeah, I don't, don't, don't really have too much to say. Just weird, weird games out there today.
0: One more note on Tommy DeVito. You mentioned him. He was 17 for 21, 158 yards in a tutter, which is a fucking far cry from that one game you mentioned last night where he was like three for seven for negative four yards or something like that.
1: At least he's moving the ball the right way now. Yeah. He's making some throws down the field that you're like, what he's done realistically and him and his agent are going to cash in on this for the rest of their lives. He's a backup quarterback for as long as he wants to be. He's yeah. enough. Um, yeah, good on him. You know, good on him. He's just he's got to be having time of his life right now. Can we get your Italian accent one more time? Uh, no, no, that was a one-time <laughs> thing. You're gonna have to run it back and listen to that again if you want it. Got to get it in in the moment. You got to catch him in the act in the wild, yeah. as they
0: say. All right, the other game we had the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans. Battling in Miami. The Dolphins were what 13 and a half point favorites. Yes. They laid an absolute fucking egg here. Titans pulled it out 28 to 27, came down to the wire. We had 32 total points scored in the fourth quarter. Again, we had just the ball on the field, turnovers galore. It was a very interesting game. Probably the biggest factor in it is Tyreek got hurt in what the second quarter, missed an extended period of time came back in the second half, but the offense just could not catch up after that. They were never the same.
1: Yeah, it was concerning seeing Tyreek go down. Um, injury looked pretty bad at the time, but he was able to get back in there. But he's obviously hampered by it. He couldn't um, stand for too long. He, on their go-ahead touchdown drive, though, he did have, you know, big um, big plays going down the field. Um, but, yeah, ultimately just – A weird you know the Dolphins defense was dominant all night and they got um quick turnovers to you know get the game to a two two possession lead it was 27 13 looked like it was it was over and um they just let him right back in it and the offense failed to execute and failed to put him away when they had multiple chances um and again you know with without Tyreek out there they're completely different team but that being said like what I saw from Tua today is very concerning. What I saw from the offense in general with Tyreek not out there, it's very concerning. They just failed to put a team away Um, that they were significantly better than. And that really makes me have major doubts on them going forward. It feels like this uh, one seed all of a sudden is the Ravens, like, easily. Yeah, Ravens are looking really fucking good right now, which
0: brings me back to my little point. Lamar could have a little dark horse MVP run right here. He's going to have to ball out. And get some help from the other two guys, but I think he could do it. And they are going to get that one seed in my eyes. What's crazy about this game, Titans come back to win after the Dolphins' first drive, they march down the field, they get to what the one yard line, two of fumbles, Titans recover it, and then on the first play for the Titans offense, Will Levis throws a pick six right at the at the goal line. So they're in the hole seven-nothing to start. They come back, they take a 10-sec, 10-7 lead at half. And then it's just points galore once you get to the fourth quarter because they lost two fumbles. The Dolphins lost a fumble. It was on, like, weird shit, like punts. There was a pitch to Derrick Henry where Levis just basically threw it over his head. It was just madness. And then there, the Dolphins were scoring in, like, one play. And then the Titans would come back and answer, though.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Levis showed a lot today with his, you know, ability to just battle back. Um but yeah, definitely felt like the dolphins kind of let their foot off the gas in a way um, defensively at least. And that, that drive that cut it to a one score lead was just way, way too easy for the Titans. They were letting them pick up chunk yards and get out of bounds and stop the clock. And it was just, it was, it was bad. Um, And, you know, I understand like the defensive system, whatever you don't have, you know, Jalen Ramsey's there, he stays on his side of the field whatever. But the Titans realistically have one super dangerous op- um option on offense, um at least receiver wise and it's DeAndre Hopkins. Why not have Ramsey follow him around like when he when uh Hopkins got lined up with Howard, he was just toasting him all night. So, well, he's that- supposed to be good too. Yeah, yeah. But, Ram- but. I mean Ramsey's that guy, you know. Yeah. Ramsey's the guy. You gotta trust your guy. I feel like, and this loss is gonna cost them greatly because now they're pretty much stuck. They're gonna have to go on the road. I don't. I wouldn't trust this team at all
0: on the road in the playoffs. No way. Could you imagine the Dolphins get the two seed, the Bills sneak in as the seven, and the Bills are going to Miami for the first week of the
1: first round of the playoffs? If that matchup happens and the Bills have like one out at that point, they'd be eleven and six, whatever. I wouldn't be the Bills might be favored.
0: Yeah. Which yeah, would
1: be- I, I would not be surprised.
0: We'll have to see how Tua looks versus Josh Allen the rest of the year, because uh, that's going to be the biggest factor. But holy shit, that would be a fucking great game. That would get the, the Sunday night game for sure. Yeah. All right. That wraps it up for week 14. It was kind of a fucking weird week. We had that 3 0 game. We had, not to dig up any scars, but like the Eagles just getting blown out again. We had, Two upsets on Monday night football, big upsets too, like six points and, and 13 and a half. That's a lot of points in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that was surprising to see it just uh, getting to that point of the year where weird shit's happening. Yeah. No
1: one really knows. So I pulled up the standings um, to, you know, confirm Giants are a game back. They, they, they sure are. However, so we're looking at Eagles are obviously that first wild card. So at 10 and three, you know, safe, safe spot there. Behind them, you have the Vikings at seven and six in the sixth seed. That seventh seed right now for the for the NFC. You have the Rams at six and seven, the Seahawks at six and seven, and then you have the entire top three of the NFC South. NFC South, (laughs) yeah. And then the Packers at six and seven, and then you got the Giants at five and eight. So yes, they are a game back, but they have. uh, what what's that six teams in front of them so yeah tough tough
0: spot over there if anyone can do it it's tommy motherfucking davido dude it is oh there we go (laughs) i knew we'd get it again that brings us to week 15 it's a big week if you play fantasy football you're kicking off your fantasy football playoffs most likely and hopefully you don't have anyone on these two teams because we got Easton Stick and the L.A. Chargers going to Las Vegas against Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders. The Raiders are three-point favorites, which color me shocked. The over-under is half points. If you told me at the end of the year, or at the beginning of the year, excuse me, that the Chargers' high-powered offense with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, versus the Raiders and Devontae and Josh Jacobs and all those guys over there, you'd have a
1: 33 and a half point over under. This is
0: disgusting.
1: It's just sad to see the state of these two teams. Um, If this was a, this wasn't a Thursday night standalone game, this would straight up be a stay away game. No way I would touch this game at all. I have no idea what's going to happen here. Um, But that being said, a standalone game so i'm definitely gonna end up um putting something on it as of now i would say i'm gonna lean raiders just because i think you know the chargers are done for um easton stick is not a very good quarterback i can't imagine huge fall off from herbert and they haven't even been looking good with herbert lately and i just think the raiders love their coach they may suck but they love their coach the Chargers may have talent, but they fucking hate their coach. So, I at this point of the season, um, with the season all but done for the Chargers, give me the Raiders in this spot. Yeah, I do like the Raiders here too because
0: I I do think they come out and they they play hard for AP, and I think they're just going to have fun because you get to a point where, you know, your season is done too. Both of these teams are done, and then it's like, all right, pressure's off. Let's just go have some fun. We don't want to have another game where we don't score a single fucking point especially at home Uh, so I think that this is going to go over that's what I love here I love the over 33 and a half you get Easton stick you've mentioned this before where the backup quarterback comes in and has that little bump for that first game and then the league's like okay now we know who you are like we're going to take you serious and you're going to look like shit the rest of the year probably and then the Raiders pretty much eliminated from playoff contention going to be a little bit more loose I hope they're just going to fucking force feed Devontae and Josh Jacobs and just let's get some fucking points on the board. So give me the over here. Plus, one more thing. Austin Eckler, known fantasy football guy. He loves people who draft him. He wants to put on a good show. You know, he knows it's week one of the fantasy football playoffs.
1: Exactly. And that makes me so happy because he's my running back one in, in one of our leagues. And I need him. I need him to shine. He shined last week, um, helped me get a win going into the playoffs. And, you know, hey, shout out to us for, you know, we're in two leagues together. We made the playoffs in both of them. Look at
0: us. Yeah, love that, love that. Who would have thought? We would have. We would have. We knew it. All right, yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm not going to really bet a whole bunch on this one. Maybe a little sleeper pick, get some some of that over at action get some get some points on the board this week let's start week 15 off with a high scoring thursday night game we did it last
1: week like you mentioned with the steelers and patriots let's do it again that was fucking fun i love that you know what i think i'm gonna do is i think i'm gonna get in on this over early because it feels like it'll go up from here Mm -hmm. 33 and a half is so low i just feel you know i might just that might just be the standalone bet i i got a little uh um, I got a holiday party to go to. I'm a plus one for for cousin Brit at her work party. Shout out, Brit. So Britt. might as well just bet the over and just check my phone later and be like, oh, hell yeah, that shit hit easy. You
0: know? Yeah. Well, that actually I don't know if you've ever heard Big Cat talk about this, but he's he's like, when I go to movies, I bet the under because I don't have yeah. to watch it. Yeah, that's true. If you're betting the over, you want to watch points. If you're betting the under, you don't want to watch that shit. That's
1: a fair point, but it's a holiday party at the casino. The game will be on somewhere. I know it, so I'll be able to keep an eye on it,
0: too. Yeah, it'll be all over the place. That's going to be awesome. I'd like to go to that. Can she get a plus two? Yeah, you're in. All right. Love that. That wraps up our NFL talk for the week. We don't want to uh, beat a dead horse, but Shohei Otani is the fucking Los Angeles Dodger. I don't know if you've yeah. heard, some news came out today about his contract. Can you break that
1: down for me? So Shohei Otani, in his free agency um, visits, he pitched to the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm sure he pitched it to the other teams as well, but the Dodgers just could give them more overall. But he pitched to them the idea of taking a deferred contract, which what that means is you sign your deal so he signed for 10 years 700 million. he's getting all that money but he's not getting that paid out over the course of the 10 years of the deal. What he did was he decided to take only two million dollars for the for the um, length of the contract the 10 years these next 10 years of the contract. He's only taking two million dollars per season. so basically 10 years 20 million dollars, to play baseball for the Los Angeles Dodgers, his, his theory, his thinking being, you only pay me 2 million on the books. That means that you can go out and get other players. You can bring guys in. You it keeps the luxury tax number a lot lower. Um, and then on this, on side of that, he made about $40 million just in um, sponsorships in last year um, in um, endorsement deals. And that was as a Los Angeles angel of Anaheim as a Los Angeles Dodger. He's going to be pushing close to 60, 70, I would imagine. So he'll be fine. He's going to be fine money wise. So he decided to set up his contract that way once the contract ends. So the the, exactly when it ends 2034, we're looking, he starts getting $68 million a year from the Dodgers to pay out the rest of the contract. Um, Now this was a win-win for the, teams because this money was interest free. So the Dodgers are still going to be paying the same amount, no matter what um, it was. Uh, it's a win-win for the Dodgers as well, because like we said, you know, now they're going to go get more players They They may go get the Japanese pitcher Yamamoto, who's the hottest free agent left on the market. Um, they may go try to make a trade for a guy like Randy Rosarena. Uh, um, so the excitement is endless on this. Um, it's, so it's what a time to be a Dodgers fan. And then for Shohei, just genius stuff, which this field, this part feels illegal as hell. He's, he's avoiding taxes. So he would get taxed to fucking hell on this deal. If he just got paid out normal. Cause the, you know, taxes in LA, he was, I think they broke it down. He was going to get like 334 million of the 700 million, um, the rest of it was going to be gone to taxes. Doing it this way, he's stashed in six hundred eighty million. If his if his residence at that point, once he retires, if he says, you know, I think I'll go retire in Miami, no state income tax. He's getting that full six eighty. Crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking unbelievable. We've never really seen anything like this from a player of this caliber with a number this high. Uh, It's pretty fucking unbelievable the Dodgers have all the firepower they need now because they got under the, the tax threshold last year so that they could spend as much as they want without being really heavily penalized for it. It feels like they're going to go crazy. Hopefully they do. It, and maybe it'll come later in the year too. At the trade deadline, they go get a big name pitcher or another big bat or something like that. Um, last thing, how are, uh, other teams feeling about this? They, they like that or.
1: Oh, people are so mad online. So mad. Um, you'd love to see it to be honest they're gonna they're gonna be mad anyway yeah well. they're, they're big old cry babies i hope i hope their mamas changed their diapers today you know i really hope because they pissed themselves when they saw this news um sorry your team's broke dude sorry like sorry <laughs> anyone in the league could have done this um just so happened that our favorite team did and we got the Best player in baseball. We got the face of baseball for the next ten fucking years to pair with Mookie fucking Betts and Freddie Freeman. Are you kidding me, dude? Go win that World Series. Um, just handle business. That being said, when the next CBA comes out, this shit will be illegal for sure. There, there's no way they'll. You know what
0: though? I feel like the Braves, like the way that they've been like, in in my opinion, taking advantage of like their young guys. Yeah. They're doing some shady shit too. Like they're locking guys up for. 10 years, 70 million dollars, who probably don't have the time to wait until they get that one big deal. But if they waited for their first real big deal, they're probably getting 30 to 40 million dollars per year instead of 70 million over 10.
1: Like they're signing these guys
0: super young,
1: 100% right. And they, what they're the problem with theirs, too, the way they're doing it is they're taking advantage of, you know, the, the, um, like, international national market they're getting they got Ronald Acuna they threw him all kinds of money which is life-changing for him and his family understandably but yeah they're paying him way less than what he's worth yeah. they signed Ozzy Albies for seven seven years for like 42 million dollars just ridiculous like disrespectfully low but at the same time he didn't have to wait for the money he signed he signed that deal and it changed his family's life all respect to him all disrespect to the Braves for doing doing shady business like that. Yeah,
0: fuck the Braves. Fuck everybody but the Dodgers. Exactly. All right. Hey, I can't wait till next Thursday. We're going to be talking about a Raiders fucking 44 to 43 win. Austin Heckler ran for 300 yards in week one of the fantasy football playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. Until then, I'll see you at the water cooler. Cheers.
1: Plot when you're living it's all first take When you do get to choose might as well be great Rock to the rhythm no moves To waste at the spot with precision no need For breaks ain't no plot when you're living it's all first take When you do get to choose might as well be great It's that get loose Family all around and you kick tunes Good smoke good people Come through if you play by the same rules shit. Misbehaved started tripping on myself. So I had to get saved. Stay in your lane. If the way is paved, there we go again. talking real heavy. Listen up world. I think I'm talking pretty steady. If you want to live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night. There we go again. Talking real heavy. Listen up world. I think I'm talking pretty steady. If you want to live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night.